Everyone, welcome to the Travel Podcast, where we aim to inspire you some uh, amazing ideas for your next trip away. And hopefully today's episode will be no different. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Hope you're all okay. Absolutely. Um, now, before we get started today, um, just a quick plug for our podcast. Obviously, you listen to this one, which is fantastic. But did you know um, we've already covered over 70 different amazing destinations on our podcast episodes? And we've also been downloaded in over 164 different countries, which I found fascinating. I looked up that stat before we came on air. And we're one of the top rated travel podcasts on all the different platforms. So if you haven't already listened to some of the other episodes, when you finish this one, do head on over to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, etc., and download some of the amazing episodes. However, I think you're going to love this episode because I genuinely think this could be one of our best episodes to, uh, to date. So, Lauren, where are we heading to today? I agree. I think it's probably going to be one of our most exciting episodes ever. Um, So, in this episode, we are heading to Santa Monica in California, which is home to the world-famous Santa Monica Pier, the end of Route 66, and it's a lovely walkable neighborhood with a beautiful beach and only a short distance from LA's airport, which makes Santa Monica such a perfect area for those looking to explore LA. And who better to tell us why you need to visit Santa Monica than our special guest, who I'm really excited to introduce, is Todd, who is the Director of Global Business Development, Santa Monica Travel and Tourism. Welcome, Todd. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Really excited to uh, to be here and share a little bit about LA's Beach City. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. So for anyone listening who doesn't know Santa Monica, can you give us like a quick introduction to Santa Monica? Sure. Uh, Santa Monica is, I think, the quintessential Southern California experience. We're about 20 minutes from LAX, so really short drive uh, adjacent to Malibu and very close to Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, a lot of other uh, popular locations in LA. And um, yeah, we're a beautiful beach city, laid back beach town. Uh, As you kind of mentioned, we sit at the convergence there of Route 66 and Highway 1, which are really popular uh, roads that people take for, for trips and fly drive trips and whatnot. Um, and I think we're a destination that's really great for all types of travelers. So being a beach city, I think great for couples, uh, families, the outdoors, um, but really a lot to do in terms of outdoors and dining and, and shopping. And um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful place to be able to, to live and to work and um, not to rub it in, but you know, we have 280 days of sunshine a year. So we're they're talking a little earlier before the recording about just weather and you know, year round, it's a great place to visit. So I think all those things just make it, um, you know, a pretty incredible place to come and travel to. I think we have 280 days of rain here, not sun. I have to say, I think Santa Monica is possibly one of the most iconic destinations, beach cities. Um, you probably can't watch any um, film or TV series which features um, a beach city without picturing Santa Monica. Is that fair to say? It, it, that's, that's fair to say. It's definitely filmed a lot on television and movies, uh, really iconic between Route 66, the pier, as you mentioned. Um, and there's a lot of songs that are obviously made about 
Santa Monica and Los Angeles as well. So I think we, uh, no shortage of, of uh, you know, I guess promotion and, and whatnot just through media and television as well. Definitely. And it obviously draws a lot of people in, but would you then say that it's a good place to come and stay when you're coming out to maybe visit LA and the surrounding areas? I would. I mean, it's something that we see a lot is we're a really great base of stay. So if you are looking to go to theme parks, uh, if you're looking to go you know, to downtown LA or other parts of LA, it is a very convenient base of stay. But I think the beauty of it is that if you want to spend those, you know, a week or even three or four nights in Santa Monica, you can do that and stay at one of our hotels and and walk out your front door literally and go to the beach. But if you then want to, you know, drive to Disneyland or, or go to other places, it's very convenient to do that. So I think you kind of get that best of both worlds when you stay in Santa Monica. And that is really one of the big the big draws of, of our destination. So you mentioned big draws. Now, um, we'll put a link to your website in the show notes to go with this. But uh, I was actually quite surprised at the size of Santa Monica and how much you managed to pack in. Yeah, we're, we're only 8.3 square miles, so 21 square kilometers. Um, you know, within that, we have eight different neighborhoods, which is pretty amazing. And I think within that, Eight neighborhoods, a lot of different things and, and you know, uh, flavors there. Uh, but I think part of that is we're really walkable. So I think that's going back to your earlier questions about what makes us different. To be able to stay in L.A. Uh, and walk and bike from your hotel to the shops, to the attractions and restaurants is really unique. And to have kind of a car-free experience. And as we all know, and I'm sure you guys experience, uh, you know, uh, back home where you are, you know, not having to deal with traffic is a great uh, is a great savings. You know, time is money, and, and not to be stuck in a car. Um, so that's really great. But yeah, we have you know within those 21 square kilometers, eight different neighborhoods. So obviously, our pier, Ocean Avenue, is very well known for the beach and and, and you know Third Street Promenade and all that. Um, we also have local neighborhoods. So Main Street, which is actually where our office is located, we have actually one of the highest concentration of coffee shops in Santa Monica. So if you want to you know grab a great coffee, you can do that. Montana Avenue up in the north is more of a kind of laid back um, residential neighborhood. And that's a great place to take a stroll. And if you want to go to a unique boutique or to a restaurant, you can do that. And very different pace than being on the promenade or in downtown Santa Monica. Uh, and then we have a lot of different street art murals, too. So a lot of our neighborhoods are sprinkled with, you know, that splash of color and, and different um, art murals. So, yeah, certainly within those 21 square kilometers, we do pack a lot in. Um, and yeah, I think that makes it really interesting to explore. It's probably a tough question, but do you have a favorite neighborhood or is that a bit like which one's your favorite child? Yeah, that's a good question. I really like the Pico neighborhood because I was just talking about the street art murals. So we have over 150 murals and art installations in Santa Monica. And, um, if you actually check out our Instagram account, which is, uh, C Santa Monica, S E E Santa Monica, you can see some of those murals, but I think. I really love, you know, uh, checking out art and, and um, especially more in the local uh, spots of Santa Monica. And there's a lot of hidden gems. So I think it's a really nice kind of segue or, or um, you know, way to kind of explore places that maybe people wouldn't normally do. So I would say Pico is a really interesting neighborhood. But yes, I mean, I love them all. I work for the tourism board. So uh, I definitely am, am, am yeah, experienced in, in checking out all of them. And they're all great in different ways. So, yeah. Would you say then that the different neighborhoods kind of all have their own like vibe and different characteristics to them? Are they kind of different from each other? Yeah, they're all a little bit different. I think the makeup of the businesses, um, the types of businesses that you have. Um, something else that I'll add to is that we actually have four weekly farmers markets in Santa Monica. So 
Um, you know, it's every week you can, you can kind of pick from those. And we have two that are in our downtown Santa Monica area. So if you're familiar with the third street promenade, that main outdoor shopping promenade where you have all of the top name brand stores from there, you can just hop over on Wednesdays and Saturdays and check out those farmers markets. Um, but also to your point, we have, um, in our Pico neighborhood and our main street neighborhood, local markets there as well with different vendors and you really get a different feel for those neighborhoods. So. Um, yeah, I would say each one is very different. And I think the best way is kind of going back to our earlier point, if you can, you know, walk or bike through them, um, take a stroll. I think that's a really fun way to get the local flavor. So I, I, I can picture the beach and the, uh, the typical pictures of people walking and cycling along the promenade. Um, now we're from a um, Bournemouth in the UK, which is one of the best beaches in the world. I think we, we would say, but um can you paint a picture of the, the beach for anyone sort of, obviously it's an audio podcast, so just try and visualize what it looks like for everybody. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Santa Monica's beach is extremely expansive and wide, and I don't have numbers on this, but I would say within California and certainly Southern California, there's some of the most expansive and wide beaches. So when you walk out, just the sheer amount of space and sand, it's a really, um, really great place to do a lot of different activities. So I would say um, that's the first thing. Uh, obviously, the pier is, is super iconic, so you're going to see that in a lot of uh, images and, and whatnot when you're out there. Um, but I guess the other thing that I'd like to share just about the beach is we have a lot of different activities that you can do beyond just lounging on the beach, which people love to do, obviously. So we're really big on wellness in Santa Monica, and something that people love to do is start their day with a yoga or a meditation or a sound bath class on the beach. So just to so to your question about painting that picture, you know, starting maybe around sunrise, sitting on the beach, meditating, you have the, the ocean and the waves as your soundtrack um, and starting your day that way, I think is a great way. Um, we have a new, you know, activity or a company out here that's doing curated beach picnics. So you could you could easily have, you know, your friends and family or if you're, you know, a couple out there and, um, you know, relaxing under an umbrella uh, at, a, at a beach picnic at our beach. Or you can do surfing or you can bike as well. So, um, yeah, it certainly is a beautiful beach. But I think for those who want to explore it or who are active or into wellness, those are really big activities that I think people really gravitate to. And um, that is just super, you know, SoCal, super Santa Monica, I think, to do something like that when you're on the beach. So. That all sounds right up my street, to be honest with you. That's like a perfect day for me with the yoga and the sound bath. That sounds absolutely amazing. You should uh, you should plan it for your next uh, vacation coming up. But, you know, when when, when the time is right, uh, hopefully you can come out and experience it for yourself. So, so staying on the beach for a moment, um, the pier is obviously another iconic part of Santa Monica, isn't it? Um, Tell us a little bit about the pier. Yeah, so the pier is a really historic structure, uh, obviously end of Route 66. So when you're driving out uh, west, maybe you're coming from Chicago, or you're coming from another state. Uh, when you arrive, you're kind of greeted by that iconic Santa Monica Pier sign. And as you walk down, of course, um, you know, the Pacific Wheel, which is our really famous Ferris wheel there on the, on the, on the pier, you'll see that. Uh, Pacific Park, which sits on the Santa Monica Pier, is actually LA's only admission-free amusement park, meaning you don't need a ticket to get in. And there's a lot of different rides and games, obviously really family-friendly, um, that you can do on the pier. Lots of restaurants as well. So if you want to have a beer or a cocktail and, and look out you know, at the, at the sunset and the ocean, you can do that. And then... Um, 
you know, something else that's kind of unique going back to the, maybe more the, the, the wellness or the fitness aspect is there's actually a trapeze school on the pier and you can literally soar through the sky and learn how to do aerial acrobatics classes and trapeze classes on the pier. So you're, you're literally over a body of water while you're doing this. Um, so, I mean, just, those are just a few of the things that you can do. So, um, it is obviously you know, great just to check out and take a photo, but I, I would encourage uh, your listeners to maybe try some of those activities and maybe while they're out there too, rent a bike and, and the South Bay bike trail, which goes right underneath the pier and continues all the way South past LAX happens to be the world's longest oceanfront bike path. So you can actually rent some bikes there on the pier, or there's a, a great spot up the way called Santa Monica bike center and cycle to Venice cycle, um, you know, all the way to Torrance. Uh, and yeah, all of that is within, you know, stone's throw away of, of the Santa Monica pier. I, the bike sounds amazing. I love cycling. So that would be definitely up my street. I have to say I'm scared of heights, so I won't be doing the trapeze. Lauren, will you do that? I probably would. I also read up, I don't know how true this is or not, but that's where Pink learnt on the trapeze as well for one of her performances that she did. I don't know how true that is. Uh, that I'm not familiar with, but it, it very well could be true. I, yes, I'm I, not familiar with that one. Lauren, you were also geeking out on other facts uh, before we came on air. Yes, so I also read up on the Ferris wheel there at Pacific Park is the first solar-powered Ferris wheel, is that correct? It, it is the first solar-powered Ferris wheel. Uh, it actually has, uh, I think, something like 174,000 LED lights there on the uh, the Ferris wheel, and it is the first one uh, that is completely solar-powered. So we are a very green, sustainable uh, destination, and that's something that we're, we're really proud of. Yeah, it looks really cool. I saw that it goes dark every year as well to celebrate Earth Hour, which I thought was really cool. We do, yes. We go dark for... Uh, for Earth Day and for, uh, yes, as, as a uh, sustainable destination. I'm sorry, our, our phone is, is ringing here. I'm going to put this on mute. I apologize, guys. Sorry about that. No worries. So we've got Ferris wheels. We've got uh, cycle routes. We've got an amazing beach. But there's so much more to Santa Monica, isn't there? What else could people look forward to? when they come? Yeah. So I would say, um, you know, we're, we're really family friendly destination and something that I think is kind of a hidden gem here in Santa Monica, uh, is something called the Annenberg beach house. So this is the only public beach club in the United States. It sits right there on the beach has a pool, a beach cafe, uh, a playground for children, volleyball courts. So I would say for those who maybe want to do something beyond the pier, that's a great spot for families and for kids to be able to do activities. Um, another kind of hidden gem that I, I think is really interesting is, you know, we are only about 15 minutes from the Santa Monica Mountains and the Malibu Hills. And a lot of people don't realize it's actually home to about 50 vineyards and, um, uh, you know, wineries. And so a really nice little half day trip that you can do is if you're staying in Santa Monica, there's a company called Malibu Discovery Tours. They will pick you up in a Mercedes Sprinter van, take you up PCH into the Malibu Hills. Uh, you can do a wine tasting outdoors, looking out into the hills, into the Pacific Ocean. Um, they also work very closely with the Getty Villa. And I'm not sure if, if you guys are familiar with that, but the Getty Villa is this recreation of a Roman villa that sits in the Santa Monica Mountains. And it actually has this really vast collection of Greek and Roman art. And it's surrounded by these four... Mediterranean Garden. So their tours are great. You can do a wine tasting part of the day and then the other part of the tour, um, go to the Getty Villa. And again, that's just 15 minutes 
from our beach city. So those would be two things that I would say are, are great, um, you know, kind of hidden gems. Talked about the, the Santa Monica Picnic Company before, but that's really seeing a lot of demand for that, just having curated picnics um, there on the beach. And um, yeah, those would be a few of the kind of hidden gems that I would I would maybe recommend. Lauren, you were smiling lots when we were t- Todd was talking about the wine tasting then. I was. I was planning out my perfect day. <laughs> a bit of yoga in the morning, then going on the, white, uh, the vineyard tour. Yeah. I, and I would say from the culinary perspective as well, you know, another um, really interesting one, uh, Lauren, that you might find in, you know appealing is we actually have a cooking school in Santa Monica as well. So we talked a little bit about Third Street Promenade. At the base of that is our luxury shopping center called Santa Monica Place. But in that shopping center, we actually have something called the Gourmandie School of Sweets and Savory. So if you wanted to do a hands-on cooking class, maybe after an afternoon of shopping or on the beach, you can do that as well. And that's something that we are seeing a lot of interest in from you know small groups or families, again, couples, um, to be able to make your own meal. Of course, you can eat it, enjoy it afterwards, do a wine pairing. Um, but you know, certainly for foodies, I think there's a lot to, to choose from in Santa Monica. Todd's only known you 20 minutes. He's already got a handle on you. I know. <laughs> I oh, know, definitely. It seems that food is quite a big part of Santa Monica then, would you say? Yeah, I would say yes, because of that access to those farmers markets. So, uh, you know, I'm sure you hear this from other, certainly California destinations, but having access to the markets really means that the meals and what the chefs are preparing are really fresh and seasonal and oftentimes organic um, coming from those markets. So I think that is a big part of who we are as a destination. And um, it's not uncommon to see top chefs and locals, you know, running, running into those folks at those markets. So, um, yeah, and it's very eclectic. You know, I would say we, we also are a reflection of kind of the LA dining scene where you have a little bit of everything. So, you know, sushi hand rolls and, you know, Caribbean food, uh, Italian food, Mexican food. I mean, there really is, uh, something for everyone. So I think that's the great thing too about Santa Monica. And you, you obviously find that in Los Angeles as well, but, um, no shortage of, of kind of dining options in our beach city. Cool. So have you got any kind of favorite food spots that you'd recommend people to visit? Uh, so I really love, you may not, I guess, associate sushi when you think about Santa Monica, but I really love sushi. There's a spot called Kazunori that does sushi hand rolls in Santa Monica. That's absolutely delicious. Uh, we're also really well known for rooftop and open air dining. So we have a spot called Elefante that has an amazing rooftop deck. You look out into the Pacific Ocean. Um, they're known for Southern Mediterranean food. So wood fired pizzas, cocktails. Uh, that's a great spot as well. And then the Santa Monica Proper Hotel, which is about seven blocks back from the beach, has a really great uh, rooftop bar as well and restaurant called Calabra. It's a great place for tapas and, and wine, uh, but it's it's really kind of that atmosphere and those views when you're looking out into the ocean and to the nearby mountains that make the think the, the experience and, and the meal um, kind of that much more enjoyable. So for anyone who's thinking of heading to Santa Monica, is there sort of, um, do people tend to sort of come and stay for a weekend, a week, or what, is there a, typical sort of time that people come for? Yeah, I would say, you know, folks tend to stay for at least three, you know, four nights. Uh, For those who are, you know, branching out and exploring other parts of Los Angeles, it could stay up to a week. So I think it really depends on what your itinerary is. But because we are so close to Los Angeles, if you're coming in 
you know, let's say even uh, a pre or post cruise, maybe a trip out of Los Angeles or you're in transition. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options there, but I would say generally it's, it's anywhere from, you know, three nights to, to a week in Santa Monica. I have to say, I'm looking at it thinking it's the perfect destination to come and write my first book. I, I think it's a, it's a great place to do that and a really relaxing place where you can hopefully, you know, focus, recenter, recharge, uh, stimulate the, uh, you know, the, the brain juices, all that, yeah. Now, it's a relatively small sort of area in terms of square, square miles, but you have a lot of different places to stay, don't you? If anyone's yeah. thinking of coming... We do. We have 41 hotels. So I think for, for that 21 square kilometers, having 41 hotels, most of which are within walking distance of the beach, you have a, a really great range. So, you know, everything from luxury and name brand properties, so your, your JW Marriott's, Viceroy, Fairmont. Uh, we have a lot of independent boutique hotels as well, which I think a lot of truly international visitors love to experience. Going back to our kind of discussion about unique boutiques or only in California experiences, a lot of really interesting hotels, Art Deco properties. Um, and then, you know, certainly from more of the budget range, you know, our Comfort Inns, Days Inns, Wyndham. So a lot of different options there. But I think, again, because most of them are within walking distance of the beach, it's it's hard to go, you know, it's hard to go wrong with those. It just kind of depends on uh, what you're looking for. Would you say then, so we've kind of spoken about the hotels and where to stay. So if someone's planning to come and visit Santa Monica, would it be fair to say that it's quite a year-round destination to be planning to visit? I would absolutely say that. Yeah, I mean, summer is obviously peak travel season, but our fall going into, you know, I would say even late November, the weather is still quite warm. So that's a great time to visit because also hotel rates are going to be lower. So you're going to take you take advantage of that savings. It's going to be a little less busy, but also you're going to take advantage of great weather. Our winter, you know, does not get too cold here. So I would say that's probably maybe in the high 60s Fahrenheit. I don't know if that's around maybe 20 degrees, roughly Celsius. But um, it, it would be great if we got more rain. We definitely could use the rain. We could use maybe take some of your rain. But we don't have it's, – it's relatively dry, um, which I think for travelers means that, you know, you can still come and even in Christmas time if you were here or right after that, um, have great weather. And obviously spring is, is beautiful as well. So year-round – Definitely, um, I would say if you can try to maybe travel uh, outside of summer and take advantage of those better rates and and still you know really good weather. So to put that into context, your your winter days are pretty much like a British summer day. I, I <laughs> not to rub it in, but it, it certainly sounds like that. Yeah. Now just to help Lauren out here, so Lauren's clearly planning to come sit on the beach, do some yoga, maybe a bit of cycling, visit the farmers market. Um, and then do some wine tasting in the afternoon. But what can she be doing of an evening? Yeah, so in the evening, I would say, um, you know, we're we're not West Hollywood in terms of clubs and, and all that, but we do have a lot of great bars and lounges. So certainly one of those is the bungalow at the Fairmont Hotel, and it's kind of this outdoor beach house bungalow, uh, patio lights. You Again, looking at, I know I mentioned a lot, but you're looking out into the Pacific Ocean. Um, we have, as I mentioned, a lot of great rooftop bars. So I think that's kind of the Santa Monica vibe is to be able to have a drink, um, making use of that good weather by the beach. We do have some restaurants. Uh, Perry's Cafe is another great one where you can have toes in the sand. Um, and that's more of a day thing. But if you wanted to you know, have a meal or a drink by the beach, they even have a beach butler service. So let's say you want to do happy hour um, towards sunset. That's a great spot to do it. But certainly the bar lounge scene, I think, in Santa Monica 
with those views is really the way to do it in terms of enjoying the nightlife. And again, if you want to go to West Hollywood or, or to downtown, we're, we're just a short distance and you can do that as well. Sounds like the dream, to be honest with you. Definitely plenty of reasons for people to come and visit. Have you got, does Santa Monica hold any like festivals or events or anything like that during the year as well that might be more reason for someone to visit a certain time of the year? Yeah, so I will say that, um, you know, going back maybe a couple of years ago, we did have, have some really great music festivals that actually happened on the pier. I think just with what's happened in the last year, things have changed a little bit. So I think we'll probably be seeing some new events and new cycles. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that a lot of our fitness studios have moved outdoors. And what essentially has happened is the third street promenade, um, has kind of rezoned in some ways and they have something called self care Saturday. So on Saturdays on the promenade, they offer these outdoor fitness classes. So, you know, cardio, hip hop, dance, yoga, um, so those are the type of, I would say more on the micro level or even neighborhood level, you have a lot of these pop-up events that are happening. And it's, I think it's been really interesting to see how businesses have been able to pivot and really also the city working with them to offer things that are not only in demand, but are making use of that good weather. So I think you can expect to see things like that, but that, that would be the, the first one that comes to mind. And obviously we talked about the farmer's markets as well um, that are, are happening year round. Um, and then, yes, I think, you know, if, if your listeners want to uh, learn more, certainly our website, santamonica.com, we have a calendar of events as they're happening. But, you know, if anything, I think with this last year, we've all seen that, you know, it's, it's very fluid and, and, and businesses are, are pivoting and, and constantly creating new things, which is really exciting. So I would say maybe check that out um, if you are planning a trip out here just to kind of see what's happening. Amazing. Now, for anyone thinking of heading out, and I'm sure they are now, if you're going to be heading to California, would you do Santa Monica at the start, the middle, or the end of a longer trip? Yeah, I think it's it's a, probably a great place to start a trip because you can fly into LAX, you know, spend that first, let's say, maybe four nights in our destination. And then if you want to go to other Southern California destinations, such as Palm Springs, about two and a half hour drive, you can head down there, um, you know, spend some time in the desert. Again, you know, uh, make the most of that time. And then, you know, really common itinerary as well is to drive from there down to San Diego, which is another two and a half hour drive. So I think that kind of SoCal road trip. And then if you want to come back to the Los Angeles area and catch your flight back home, you can do that. You can certainly fly out of San Diego. Um, for those who are looking to maybe do the best of Northern California and Southern California, you know, again, whether you want to start in Santa Monica or end there having come from San Francisco is an option as well. But I think yeah, with, with the airport um, kind of in our backyard at LAX, you have a lot of options there in terms of you know, how you want to maybe plan out your trip. I feel like with the self-care Saturdays and all the yoga and everything, that would be like the perfect last few days for like a long trip or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, kind of zen out and, and relax and, and before you hop on that flight back home, soak in the sun. And yeah, that's, that's, the, Santa Monica, that's the Santa Monica way right there. Amazing stuff. So... I've learned lots. I, I'm excited to put it on my list of destinations to head to. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's so much to do. I, four nights just doesn't sound like enough to unwind and relax. So I might be heading for a little bit longer than that. What about you, Lauren? I'm completely sold. I'm going to be looking it up tonight, seeing what I need to move there, maybe. <laughs> If you guys come out, Brilliant. please, uh, you know, let me know. We're happy to give you any more recommendations as well. Um, I think that's just kind of a 
little bit of the tip of the iceberg. So, uh, you know, always happy to share more and, and provide any info that I can because it's, uh, it's, it is really a beautiful beach city that we have. Oh, I love the beach. I live by the beach. So um, any opportunity to get near the beach, the sea, um, but you've, you, you've ticked all my boxes, food, drink, uh, fitness, so much culture, the art. Um, it sounds to me like Santa Monica really does have everything. I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think, I think you summed it up. We do. I think from all those aspects, the culinary, the arts, the walkability, just that beautiful location, um, you know, our, our, our great hotel collection. It's a really, um, it's an amazing place to be able to visit and to stay. I think that's, that's why, um, you know, people come back time and time again. So it's a special place. So brilliant. Thank you, Todd, for joining us today. You've been amazing. And, uh, inspired us to want to go to Santa Monica. Just remind us again how you can find out more about the destination. Yeah, if you want to learn more, uh, certainly our website, santamonica.com, is a great resource, uh, as well as santamonica.com slash shines. And that's a website that we set up in the past year with a lot of these outdoor activities. We even have a Santa Monica Spotify playlist curated by a local DJ. Um, So yeah, a lot of great information online. And of course, Instagram, I mentioned uh, C Santa Monica, S-E-E Santa Monica for, you know, some, some beautiful content and images. But um, those are just some of the ways that you can kind of stay up to date. Amazing. And Lauren, what's your big takeaway from today? I think more the ethos and the way of life about it all. It just all sounds really zen, really laid back and chill, which I didn't think I maybe expected from California, where you kind of think of like hustle and bustle. So definitely that bit of it. Brilliant. So thank you, Todd. We'll put all those links on our show notes as well. So thank you for joining us today. And if you love this episode, then please head on over to uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and download even more episodes. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you, guys.